guys, I'm Jamie Beebe. And I'm Jake Deptula. We're the hosts of the true crime podcast, Strictly Stalking. Brought to you from Podcast One. Each week, Strictly Stalking gives stalking survivors the platform to share their stories in their own words. Do you know why survivors refer to stalking as murder in slow motion? Have you ever felt like you were being hunted by a stranger? Would you know where to turn if a stalker was living in your house and you didn't know? We're bringing you these stories to raise awareness about stalking and give you the resources to know what to do if you or someone you know is being stalked. So tune in to Strictly Stalking each week as we dive into the largely unknown crime of stalking. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite true crime podcast. This episode of Check the Locks is brought to you by our friends at Audible. Audible is your one-stop shop for audio entertainment where you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. That's right. Audible offers an incredible selection of audiobooks across every genre from mysteries, thrillers, biographies, and of course, true crime. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title a month from their catalog to keep forever, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. Audible members also get access to thousands of podcasts from popular favorites, exclusive new series, and this very podcast you're listening to now. Plus, the Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere. While traveling, working out, walking the dog, doing chores, Audible makes listening anywhere easy. And best of all, Check the Locks listeners can try Audible for free for 30 days. So head over to audibletrial.com slash check the locks or click the link in the show notes to start enjoying Audible today. Warning, Check the Locks podcast is a true crime podcast and may contain graphic descriptions of violence, murder, sexual assault, and more. Check the Locks podcast is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome back to Check the Locks Podcast. As always, I'm John Connor saying thank you for joining us this week as we dive into yet another truly terrifying true crime case. This week, I will be flying solo. Unfortunately, Olivia did have a family issue that popped up that prevented her from being here this week. So we are sending our love to her. She will be back with us soon. But you know that doesn't stop us here in the Check the Locks house. We got episodes to put out. We're going to make sure that we don't miss it for you. So I will be flying by myself for this week's episode. But buckle in because this one is a little crazy. Now, before we begin, did just want to remind everybody Christmas is coming. We have our merch store. You can check it out at checkthelockspod.com forward slash store. Get someone you love, a true crime fan. Get them a glass or a t-shirt, beer mug, something like that, or get yourself something nice. Treat yourself. It is Christmas after all, but just wanted to let everybody know that store is up. That is checkthelockspod.com forward slash store. It's a great way to get yourself some swag, something cool. And if you like what we do here, a wonderful way to support the podcast. So again, check it out, get yourself something fancy. So now let's talk this week's episode. You know, it is December locksmiths. It is Christmas time. We're getting into that holiday spirit. So we're going to be doing Christmas time, true crime throughout the month. 
bringing you these holiday true crime stories. And this week is no different. Now, just want to give everybody a heads up. It is a little bit on the shorter side. However, it is packed with some crazy details, and I definitely wanted to cover this with y'all. So let's get into that Christmas spirit and jump right into it. So for this week's episode, we are headed to Pennsylvania during Christmas of 2014. On December 25th, 36-year-old Dustin Lee Klopp loaded his two children into his vehicle and headed to his parents' home to celebrate the holiday. But something was different this year. Klopp's wife, Stephanie Kilhefner, did not join her family. The couple had been married for three years and were the parents of the two- and five-year-old children, so it was strange that she hadn't joined her family to celebrate. But Klopp told his parents that Stephanie had a headache and had chosen to stay home and rest. Now, from what we know, the family celebrated throughout the day. But at around 5.30 that night, Dustin Lee Klopp would make a phone call to police. And what he would share would shock not only investigators, but the community as well. Klopp told authorities that he needed to turn himself in. He had murdered his wife. Stephanie Kilhefner, and he would arrive at the police barracks roughly an hour later. When interviewed by detectives, he would share a grisly story. But to understand exactly what happened, we had to go back to Christmas Eve the day before. Stephanie had spent the day running last-minute holiday errands. She arrived home and spoke to a neighbor in the couple's driveway. She then went inside to tuck her children, who were excited for Santa, into bed. But soon after, things would take a murderous turn. According to Klopp, at around 10 p.m., he and Stephanie had managed to get into an argument. However, police would not divulge what specifically it was about. And at some point, things turned violent. Klopp admitting to punching Stephanie in the face, knocking her to the ground unconscious. Then, he used a knife to slit his wife's throat. But most brutally of all, Klopp then proceeded to use an axe to bash Stephanie Kilhefner's head in. And after, with his children still asleep in bed, Klopp attempted to clean up the blood. Then, he wrapped Stephanie's body in a car carrier type of bag and dragged her remains to his shed on their property. In the morning, he woke up his children as if nothing had happened. He loaded them in the car and headed to his parents. Now, investigators were stunned by this brutal confession, and Dustin Lee Klopp seemed to have a history of domestic violence. In fact, on October 2nd of 2008, Kill Hefner had sought an order of protection against Klopp. At the time, the couple wasn't married, but they were living in an apartment together. Court documents from September of 2008 would show Stephanie saying that Klopp had attacked her, punching her in the eye, face, and head. She also detailed several other violent incidents. This included being kicked, dragged across the pavement, and Klopp threatening to hunt her down and kill her. She also claimed to have been choked and slammed into walls and it seemed that Stephanie had genuine fear for her life. Now, she would be granted a temporary order of protection against Klopp, barring him from returning to the couple's apartment, and at the time that he was served, he was being held in the Lancaster County Prison. 
However, Stephanie withdrew her request for a permanent order on October 15th, 2008, and the couple would marry on October 1st of 2011. Now, after his confession, Klopp was arrested and charged with homicide. An autopsy would later reveal that Stephanie was likely still alive when she was attacked with the axe. The autopsy also showed signs of sexual assault. Because of this, Dustin Lee Klopp was also charged with involuntary deviant intercourse. And Lancaster District Attorney Craig Stedman called the crime chilling, saying what had happened was just awful. Now, Klopp was held without bail and was scheduled to be in court in March of 2015. However, he would never make it to the inside of a courtroom. In early March of 2015, Klopp attempted suicide by hanging. The attempt left him brain dead after suffering from a lack of oxygen to the brain, and he would be pronounced dead shortly after, without ever having to face responsibility for what he had done, not only to his wife, but to his children and their family. And while Stephanie Kilhefner was taken from the world far too soon, she will always be remembered by those who love her as a caring mother and friend. So that's this week's case, listeners, and I'm just going to talk to you a little bit about how I feel. This case broke my heart because, again, I can only imagine that these kids are super excited they're getting into bed, you know, even at two years old, you're excited for Santa Claus at five years old. You're, you know, your mind is blown. You're just so excited. I have a five-year-old who lives in my house right now. And we have been talking about Santa since the day after Thanksgiving. So these kids are going to sleep. They're getting tucked in by their mom. And when they wake up in the morning, she's gone and they don't know it, but their entire life has been changed in the course of an evening. And then to think about Stephanie's family who didn't get a chance to say goodbye to their daughter, who didn't get a chance to say goodbye to their sister, you know, and by everything I saw in the research, Stephanie loved two things. She loved horses and she loved her children. And by all accounts, she seemed like a really good mother. So it's just heartbreaking, you know, and then to think that this was all done by a husband who, you know, obviously has so many anger issues and just, I mean, there's gotta be some kind of mental illness going on, especially when somebody, you know, unfortunately ends their own life, but you know, I'm married. I know a lot of our listeners are married or have been married and you know, I've been in arguments with my wife and I know that in those arguments before I've been very, very, very mad, just like she has been very, very mad at me. Just like if you're listening, you've probably been very, very mad at your husband or very, very mad at your wife. Right. And we get into these arguments, but I can never, ever think about doing anything like Dustin Lee Klopp did. It just broke my heart as I was going through this story and, and hearing just how brutally he took his wife's life, you know, and it's, it's just so sad. So, you know, when I, when I think about it, especially because of the kids and the way that, you know, their, their life is just completely changed. Now, luckily I did find in the research as well that 
Stephanie's parents, you know, have stepped up and they are helping to take care of the children, at least, you know, as far as I could find in that research. So it does sound like they have a loving support system. But at the end of the day, you know, when you think about kids like that, they're going to need therapy. They're they're going to need to adjust. And you forever have this stigma of this thing that happened to you. Like, that's always going to be your dad who is the killer. And this is always going to be your mom who was the victim. And you have to learn to live with that and, and deal with that for your entire life. You know, so it's, it's sad and it's heartbreaking. And if we're talking about the deadbolt test for me, I'm putting this up at an eight because again, as a dad and having a family and just thinking about how quickly things can turn and how different your life can be in the blink of an eye. Now, again, nothing that I'm ever you know worried about happening. I don't think that my wife is going to, you know, kill me with an ax or that I would kill her with an ax or anything of that nature. But again, it's just the idea that like, we don't really know the people that we married. We've talked about that a lot on this show. It's you marry someone and you go through your rough patches and good times, but you only know a person as well as they will let you know them. And so the idea that we could be going to bed next to a monster and not even know it is absolutely terrifying to me. So for me, this is going to be an eight on the deadbolt test, but I got to throw it out to our locksmith. Locksmith, where does the murder of Stephanie Kilhefner fall on your deadbolt test? You can let us know. Reach out to us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod. Find us on Twitter at Check the Locks. And if you're not in our Facebook group, what are you doing? Come hang out with us. We would love to get to know you, get to spend some time with you. So I know that this is normally where Olivia handles the business and she does such a great job at it. I'm going to try to do as good of a job as she does. But this week's review actually comes from a Spotify comment. And I apologize because we missed this one. It was a few months ago, but I wanted to read it just to make sure that, you know, we're shouting people out. And again, we love sending out those goodies. So this comes from Kiana Simpson 25 on Spotify. And she says, I swear I love this podcast. John, you are the funniest person ever. Hi, mom. Hi, dad. Get over here. Your goofiness keeps my day happy. This is your fellow Michigander, by the way. Hello again. So, Kiana, I am so glad that somebody finds me a little funny Um, and super happy that this podcast helps you get through your day and brings you a little bit of cheer. We would love to send you some goodies you can reach out to us, find us on Instagram at Check the Locks Pod, hit us up on Twitter at Check the Locks, or if you're in our Facebook group, you can reach out to us there, slide us a DM, let us know. And if you're not a social person, Kiana, that is totally fine. You can head over to checkthelockspod.com, drop us an email. We would love to get you some stuff out. We got stickers, buttons, all sorts of cool stuff that we would love to get out to you. So again, reach out to us and let us know. And if you would like to have your five-star review read on the podcast, the easiest way to do that, head on over to Apple Podcasts, search Check the Locks, a true crime podcast, pull it up, scroll all the way down the bottom, click all five stars, and leave us a little review. Let us know what you think of the show, what you like, things of that nature, and we may read yours on the show. Also, if you listen on Spotify, you can go into any episode, and there's a little Q&A section Leave us a little review there. What'd you like about that episode? What do you think about the show? Again, we would love to read these, get some stuff out to you. And again, we talk about it every week, but these reviews help us so much. They get us into other shows, recommendations. They help new listeners find us. So 
They really, really help the podcast grow and bring in new listeners. So if you've left us a review, just know that from the bottom of our hearts, we truly appreciate it. And if not, head over to Apple Podcasts, pull open Spotify, leave that review, let us know what you think so we can get you some goodies. And as always, if you are interested in financially supporting Check the Locks, you like what we do, you want to help us out, you can do so by becoming a patron. Head over to patreon.com forward slash check the locks, get signed up today. We have a lot of great tiers, exclusive benefits like stickers, t-shirts, coffee mugs, all things you can only get for being a patron. Plus this week we had an opportunity. We got to sit down with some of our patrons on Zoom. We also invited a few folks from the Facebook group, just got to hang out and meet up. So if you are a patron, you are automatically invited to that. So a lot of cool stuff. Plus you get the episodes ad free and early. So if you like Check the Locks, you like what we do, but you hate commercials, Patreon is the way to go. So you want to throw us a couple bones, help us keep the lights on here at the show, patreon.com forward slash check the locks, get signed up today. And as always, if you cannot financially support the show, listen, we definitely understand just listening to the show and hanging out with us every week means just as much, if not more. So if that is you, you're listening, you're hanging out with us, but most importantly, you're telling your friends about the show, you're sending them those links, things of that nature. Just know that we appreciate you so much. Again, it's all about growing our audience, getting more people in. And the best way to do that is that grassroots, right? You let friends know that you like the show and they check it out. So if that is you, you're hanging out with us, and you're letting people know about this little podcast that you like, just know that we appreciate that more than we could ever tell you. That is all that we have for this week's case, but please make sure that you are subscribed to check the locks on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode. Olivia will be rejoining us next week for a brand new, truly terrifying true crime case. But until then, don't forget to check the locks. We'll see you again next week. Light up those Christmas trees. Happy holidays, folks.